is Christine Fauché Kelly from Luminance Coaching. Welcome to my podcast on authenticity. What does it mean to be authentic? The privilege of a lifetime is to become who you truly are. Carl Jung. As a society, we've been using the word authenticity a lot lately, and I feel like it might be losing its definition or gaining another one. What is it to be authentic? Let's look it up. Authentic, adjective, one, of undisputed origin, genuine, made or done in the traditional or original way, or in a way that faithfully resembles an original. Right? Works for me so far. In existentialist philosophy, relating to or denoting an emotionally appropriate, significant, purposive, and responsible mode of human life. Whoa. What the heck does that mean? Emotionally appropriate, responsible mode of human life? Huh? According to whom? Doesn't that leave out the most important aspect of the definition? The individual. For me, authenticity has a lot to do with what I mean by luminance. Being who you really are. No apologies, no holding back, or being who you are expected to be but who you are. However, acting out in destructive ways is largely an effect of being inauthentic. There are lots of books, philosophies, authors, and religions aimed at understanding the question, Who am I? The shorter list may be in outlining who you are not. The concepts below are likely to scare your saboteur, who may want to shut you down. Please do your best to keep an open mind. Here are just a few things that you are not. Your feelings. You feel your feelings, but if you were essentially defined as angry or sad or even happy or joyous, then you would always be angry or sad with no other way of being. You are not your feelings because you can observe yourself having them or not having them. Your thoughts. You think your thoughts... You have and observe your thoughts, you laugh at, share, or hide your thoughts, expand or contract, sometimes feel them. You even change your thoughts, but you are not your thoughts. Your gender. This is a tricky one, but stay with me. There are those who are born as intersexuals, hermaphrodites, who have the genitalia of both male and female. As we tend to define ourselves by our gender, societally, We are uncomfortable with this seeming paradox, so we usually gender assign these children at birth. However, they exist as entirely themselves, regardless of how some likely well-intended person decided they should be. No one is defined by their gender. We may resonate or connect more with feminine or masculine energy, but it isn't who we are. You exist above, below, around, in, and through all of these attempts to define you. 
You observe all of the above, and the unique way you express it comes from you. No one else brings together all of these aspects and expresses all of these features in precisely the way you do. Only you. How do you know you are being you? Naturally, this will be subjective. When I am fearful, insecure, self-recriminating, awkward, or judging, I know I've gotten lost inside the stories I am telling myself about what is true, and I'm responding from my saboteur. I need to get back to the present, to this moment, so I can be as authentically me as possible. When I feel at peace within myself, present, listening, seeing, and connected to everything, inwardly quiet and receptive, while conscious of participating with the whole, simply present, I know I am me. When I respond from my heart as honestly as I can, listening to and beneath the words to the emotion communicated, not anticipating what I'm going to say or say wrong, but simply hearing and responding, speaking and being with. When I'm in that place, I feel I'm my authentic self. Do I live there 24-7, 365? (laughs) I wish. But it is what I'm working towards, as much as I can. Here are a few thoughts you may not have had around this. The less authentic you are, the less encouraged others feel to be authentic. This is because the more authentic you are and willing to appear vulnerable, the more others feel comfortable enough to allow their true selves to emerge to meet yours. The more of yourself you share, the more we all get to learn about ourselves as well as you. The more you hold yourself back, the less people get to know the real you, the less you get to feel whole and complete and valuable. There's often a perceived vulnerability associated with being authentic. The truth is, no one can damage your essence when you are your most true. They can only hurt your image of yourself. You are only vulnerable when you have something to uphold. There are no appearances to maintain, no falsehoods or expectations to fulfill or anticipate, beyond respect for yourself and others. When we are stripped bare of our pretenses, we are left more whole than we could imagine. I'm going to say that again. When we are stripped bare of our pretenses, we are left more whole than we could imagine. Consider this. What if you needed to confront a wild animal with your wits? How would you approach it? Showing fear would probably get you attacked, as would false bravado. You would have to get really present. Slow your breathing. Attune your every sense to this moment and no other. With your focus upon the animal, vulnerable, with no space for pretense or fear, you would be able to notice that it feels threatened by you. That's why it's growling and cowering. To befriend the animal, you will need authentic courage. Now I propose that this wild, frightened animal is the part of you yearning to be known. It's that authentic part of you 
who has been boxed in and cut off for fear of being seen, caught being genuine, without which you are only a shadow of who you could be, that represents much that is interesting, unique, magical, and wonderful about you, that has gifts to offer the world, gifts that we all so desperately need. Isn't it time to go in after that part of yourself and draw it into the light so that all of us can admire your brilliance, your luminance? Trust me, it's in there. I've yet to meet someone who didn't have inner luminance enough to shine brightly in the world. It just gets buried under layers of challenge and fear and pain, held captive by your saboteur. So what's the unique expression of you? What do you hold back for fear that others will judge you? What would you be saying or doing differently if you were being more of your true self? Where do you stop to avoid appearing vulnerable? Always infinite possibilities. Always your choice. Here's William Gutierrez with the rest of Song for Grandfather. <laughs> 